0: Lenka was getting her way. All right, he sighed. See you tonight. The taxi nosed through the cars, parked haphazardly in the small snow-covered square, and pulled up in front of the Hotel Paris. Chris paid the driver and checked in. He called up to Lenka's room. She told him she would meet him in the lobby in ten minutes. It took him less than that to dump his case, change into some jeans, and get back downstairs. Lenka, of course, made him wait. The lobby was dripping with accoutrements from the beginning of the twentieth century. Ornate chandeliers and elevator doors made of brass, a Rodin-like sculpture of a nude, and Art Nouveau posters advertising everything from Czech chocolate to French plays. Lenka always stayed in the Hotel Paris. She said it was one of the few hotels in the city that still had style. She had grown up thirty kilometres from Prague, and she had spent her student days there, She loved it. Chris wasn't at all surprised that she wanted to open an office there. And Chris wasn't going to stop her. Although technically they were equal partners in Carpathian Fund management, the fund had been her idea, and he still considered himself lucky that she had asked him to join her. They had first met ten years before, when they were both eager participants on the training programme of Bloomfield Weiss, a large New York investment bank. They had become friends and had kept in touch as they went their separate ways, he to Bloomfield Weiss's London office and she to their emerging markets group in New York. Then, when he was holed up alone in his flat, recovering from a stomach bug he had picked up in India, fired in disgrace from his job, abandoned by his girlfriend, his self-confidence demolished, she had called him. She was leaving Bloomfield Weiss to set up her own fund. Would he like to join her? She had saved him. Of course, he had refused her offer at first, saying he was the wrong person, that he would be a hindrance rather than a help. He had believed this, but she had not. With her encouragement, he pieced together the fragments of his shattered self-esteem. It turned out she was right. They made a good team. Carpathian was a hedge fund investing in the government and high-yield bonds of Central Europe. Or at least that was the way they had described it in their marketing literature. In reality, hedge fund meant high risk, high yield meant junk bonds, and Central Europe meant the old Eastern Europe, less the basket cases, like Russia. The investors knew what they were doing, though. They wanted to make as much money as possible from the integration of the old Iron Curtain countries with the rest of Europe. They wanted Lenka and Chris to take big risks and make them big bucks, or to be more precise, big euros. Lenka, with some help from Chris, had raised 55 million euros and borrowed more to maximise the return on investment. So far, all had gone well. They had achieved a return of 29% in their first nine months. In January alone, they had made 6%. Chris had been a trader long enough to know that some of their success was down to luck. But he knew how to trade government bonds well, and she knew the high-yield market. She had the vision to see the big play— he got the details right. She wowed their investors. He made sure they received high quality reports on time. She found the office in Hanover Square at a bargain rent. He had negotiated the lease. And now she had found an office in Prague, the first step towards making them a truly European fund manager. But Chris knew from painful experience that in the bond markets things could change in an instant. His skiing holiday was the first time in over a year that, for a few short days, he had not been worrying about Carpathian. Now he was worrying again. Ollie, their young analyst, could sort the computer out. He and Tina, an even younger receptionist-cum-assistant, would cope for a couple of days. But a bigger concern was the Eureka Telecom holding. Twenty-five million euros was a large position for a fund of Carpathian size. Chris knew little about Eureka Telecom, except that it intended to build a mobile telephone network across Central Europe and that the bond had been issued during the week he was skiing. Bloomfield Weiss, his old employer, was the lead manager. He couldn't help it, but he still found it hard to trust any bond issue that was led by them. He was studying a poster advertising a play starring Sarah Bernhardt when he heard a familiar voice. ''Chris, nice of you to show up. You're late.'' She smiled and kissed him on both cheeks. She was a tall woman with white blonde hair, angular cheekbones and wide almond-shaped brown eyes.